Thank you, Roberta, and our music team. So I see you. I see who you really are inside. I see your joy and your love and your peace. I see your strength and your understanding and your faith. I see you. And this is why we come together at Unity Spiritual Center to see one another as we are in truth. Well, I'm so glad you're here. We are going to hear today from uh, one of our YOU kids. YOU in Unity stands for Youth of Unity, and it is uh, our group that meets for our teenagers, those who are in high school. And they had the opportunity, two of them, a couple of weeks ago to go to a rally, or their spring rally. And so Maeve is here to share with us what that was like. Camden and Maeve went together, and Maeve is going to come up and just share a few words with you. So for our theme this year for uh, June Rally, it was aligned. Um, What they taught us is alignment is when your mind, your body, and your spirit are together as one. Um, Cameron, one of our Regis, brought up a good point about alignment, that it is fine for your mind and your body to not be as connected as your body or your spirit. One can be off, and that's perfectly fine. All three don't have to be um, aligned all the time. Um, So for two days, we focused on our mind. For one day, we focused on our body. And for two days, we focused on our spirit. Um, There was a lot of meditation. But, um, like, when I say a lot, I mean a lot. (laughs) So um, some of the meditations were just basic, just sitting there, listening to your body, um, letting go. And then some were fun like marshmallow meditation. You use all your senses to focus on a single marshmallow. I did it with the kids last week. They thought it was crazy. I loved it. Um, but it, it was overall a really great experience. We, I made a lot of friends. I know Camden did too. And um, it, was, it, was really, it, was, it was really a learning process um, because growing up as a teenager and then going into adulthood, you find yourself not aligning a lot. And so going to this retreat really taught a life lesson and tools that both Camden and I will use for the rest of our lives. So thank you. All right. And thank you to all of you because it is your generous donations as we receive change for kids and whatnot that helps our youth go on these rallies, and they are life-changing, not only for Maeve, but for her mom, Robin, who went along, and so ask them about it. So we're beginning a new series today, uh, and this series will go through the summer, and it's on wisdom tales from around the world, and I'm pulling these wisdom tales from a book that I have, which you can see has been around a little while. My daughter has actually used the excuse, my dog ate my homework. We have a dog that likes to eat paper, so he got a hold of this book. So each uh, week through the summer, we'll be sharing another wisdom tale from around the world. This week's wisdom tale, called The Wise Master, comes out of India, and this is how it goes. There once was a teacher who lived with a great number of students in a run-down temple. The students supported themselves uh, 
by begging for food in the bustling streets of a nearby town. Some of the students grumbled about their humble living conditions. In response, the old master said one day, we must repair the walls of this temple since we occupy ourselves with study and meditations. There is no time to earn the money we will need, but I have thought of a simple solution. All the students eagerly gathered closer to hear the words of their teacher. The master said, each must go into town and steal goods that can be sold for money. In this way, we will be able to do the good work of repairing our temple. Well, the students were startled at the suggestion from their wise master, but since they respected him greatly, they assumed he must have good judgment and did not protest. The wise master said sternly, in order not to defile our excellent reputation by committing illegal and immoral acts, please be certain to steal when no one is looking. I don't want anybody to be caught. When the teacher walked away, the students discussed the plan among themselves. It's wrong to steal, said one. Why has our wise master asked us to do this? Another retorted, well, it will allow us to build our temple, which is a good result. They all agreed that the teacher was wise and just and must have a sensible reason for making such an unusual request. And so they set out eagerly for the village, promising each other that they would not disgrace their school by getting caught. Be careful, they called to one another. Don't let anyone see you stealing. All the students, except one boy, set forth. The wise master approached him and asked, Why do you stay behind? The boy responded, I cannot follow your instructions to steal where no one will see me. Wherever I go, I'm always there watching. My own eyes will see me steal. The wise master tearfully embraced the boy. I was just testing the integrity of my students, he said. You are the only one who has passed the test. And the boy went on to become a great teacher himself. The story of the wise master from India. All right, so how many of you recognize and realize that wherever you go, there you are? Wherever you go, there you are. Now, I don't know about you, but I was raised with this idea that, you know, God was there somewhere making a list, checking it twice. Who's being naughty? Who's being nice? Are you going to go up? Are you going to go down? All based on, you know, you better do the right thing so that God doesn't punish you. All doing the right thing so that I don't get punished. And you know, unity doesn't teach that. Unity does not teach that. I was raised Catholic. And I want to start this by saying I am not at all disparaging the path of Catholicism. Because unity recognizes there are many paths to God. And Catholicism, for those that are on that path, that resonate with that path, that are finding their way to God for that, by that path, it's a joy and a celebration, and I don't disparage that. But I became, it became really obvious to me a couple of years ago that I had moved far enough off the path that I didn't think I could ever go back. There was a priest at the time who had posted something on Facebook about how he was ordaining married men and women as priests. 
And you might, as expected, think that Rome had a problem with that, which they did. And they invited him to stop doing that. And he continued. Now, one of the things that I love to do is look at the comments. Like, what are people saying about this? And one of the comments on there was about this idea that, you know, we have to follow Catholic theology because how else will we know what's right and what's wrong? And it was with that statement that I realized I couldn't go back because unity does not teach that. Unity teaches that each and every one of us, each and every one of us has the power of wisdom within And that power of wisdom can help us to discern what is right and what is wrong. Now, if you're like me, you don't always get it right. So let me ask you a question. When you get it wrong, how many of you know you've done it wrong? Look, not because we read it in a book, not because we're afraid God's going to punish us, not because of any of these external things, but because there's something inside of us that knows when we have made a choice in our thoughts and our words and our actions that are out of alignment with the truth that we know. But living in alignment with the truth that we know is challenging. Anybody in here not find it challenging? Wherever we go, There we are. And when we live out of alignment with the truth that we know, we know it within, and it creates a conflict within us. Do you feel that when you do something that you know is out of alignment with the truth you know? And so there's a a phrase out there in the world called cognitive dissonance. Has anybody ever heard of that? Cognitive dissonance. And it's this idea that we can hold two conflicting beliefs in our minds. And that those two conflicting beliefs held in our mind create a dissonance within us. It creates stress within us. It creates uncomfortableness within us. Because we're out of alignment. And so we all hold beliefs that are opposing to one another. I guarantee it. In unity, we have some teachings. For example, our principles. The idea that God is the only power, the only presence in my life and in the universe, and God is good and omnipotent. Who believes that? Yes. Do you still believe it when that challenge comes along? When somebody's pushing your buttons, and there doesn't appear to be enough in the checkbook to make the payments this week? When you look out in the world and see all the many problems in the world, God is the only power and only presence in my life and the universe. Yes, I believe that. But how many times I forget in the moment and I'm living outside of that belief and living in the place of scarcity and not enoughness and lack and limitation. How many of you do that? Right? And so it creates this dissonance within us. And wherever you go, there you are. Feeling the dissonance of those two beliefs opposing each other. Which one would you really like to live? And to recognize and realize that it's that power of Christ within you that gives you the ability to live that truth. To catch it when you're out of alignment and to choose again. I can't choose to make a decision based on lack and limitation because I know I'm seeing that I'm making that choice in the wrong way. 
Unity's second principle. That divine power and presence, what we in unity call the Christ, is within each and every person everywhere. Now, if you close your eyes for a moment and think about that one person who drives you crazier than anybody else. Can you believe, can you know, can you see them in that moment as having that divine power and presence within them? It's not always easy, is it? Anybody challenged with that? Wherever you go, there you are. And if you want to live into that teaching, then you have an opportunity to choose that, to recognize and realize I'm choosing to see each one as that divine light of God that they are, not because I'll get punished if I don't, but because I can't help but live into these teachings of truth that are transforming my life. We create our world through the thoughts that we hold in mind. Third unity principle. Well, that's easy. That is easy to believe, isn't it, when everything's going right? Woo, I'm such a good creator. I love my life. It's going so well. I've got this. Right? And then the challenge comes. Something I really don't want to go through. And I am suddenly faced with this opportunity to recognize and realize that the thoughts that I'm holding in mind are creating my life right here and now. So what thoughts am I going to hold? Am I going to hold thoughts of victimhood and blame? Am I going to hold thoughts of God? How could you? Or am I going to realize in that moment, too, I have an opportunity to create here. What thought am I going to hold in mind? Am I going to allow, as our daily word reminded us, divine love and wisdom to guide every thought, every word, every action that I take today? Or am I going to be out of alignment with that? And that creates, hear me, dissonance within you. Conflict within you. Anxiety within you. Stress within you. Because you are living out of alignment with the truth that you know. And we always get to choose. And wherever you go, there you are. You're seeing you. You're experiencing your life. You're experiencing the results of those thoughts and those words and those actions. Our fourth unity principle tells us that at any moment, wherever we are, we can get still. And through prayer and meditation, we can commune with God. Do we remember that? In those really tough moments? When life has thrown something at us in our face? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to be really clear about. We are here living a human experience, each and every one of us. We're spiritual beings. That's the absolute truth of who we are. But we are living a human experience, and a human experience comes with ups and downs. Ups and downs. So how am I living my truth in both the ups and the downs? It's easy, isn't it, when it's up? And it's a challenge when it's down. But this story from India reminds us that we take ourselves wherever we go and we are going to experience the results of all of those choices that we make. And so choose what do you believe and live to those beliefs. It's not enough to know the truth. We have to live that truth. That's our fifth unity principle not enough to know. We have to 
live it. Because wherever you go, there you are. The first time that I was here and realized, oh my gosh, I'm here, I was walking through an airport, the airport, Cleveland Airport, and it was about midnight. We had come in from a flight late at night, Gary and I, and I was at the luggage area. It was empty, but here comes this woman walking by. I think her name is Debbie. Debbie, I haven't seen you a while. If you're watching online, please. But she passed by me and she said, hi, Reverend Joanne. And I went, oh, fill in the blank. Because what I realized in that moment was wherever I am, I could run into one of you. And I'm standing up here on stage every week telling you what you should do. And what if I'd forgotten in that moment? Because wherever I go, there I am. And so while it's in my awareness, I'm also aware that I can't be making my choices because I might run into one of you somewhere. But because I'm taking me with me everywhere. And I'm going to know whether the words that I'm speaking, the thoughts that I'm holding, the action that I'm taking are in alignment with the truth or not. And if they're not, guess what I get to do? I heard it. Say it louder. Choose again. Choose it. Free your mind. Choose again. Choose again. This story, by the way, comes out of uh, India. Uh, the majority of the population in India are Hindu. Almost 80% are Hindu. And so for our sacred scripture today, we have from Hinduism, from the Athara Veda. Veda is the wisdom tradition. And you each hopefully got a card when you came in, and if you didn't, I'm inviting you to pick one up on your way out. And this is the way the scripture goes from Hinduism. Do not, let, do not be led by others. Awaken your own mind. Amass your own experience. And decide for yourself your own spiritual path. In Hinduism, there is this idea of God as Brahman. The absolute. The absolute that stands under all of creation. Sound familiar? In Hinduism, there is this idea, John spoke of it in our meditation, of the Atman. The Atman is our own individual soul within the greater Brahman. that sound familiar? Hinduism recognizes that there are many paths to God. And Hinduism recognizes that there are many aspects of God to be discovered. And so while in Hinduism you might hear about many gods, they're all many gods of this one aspect of Brahman, this one aspect of the Absolute. From Hinduism, did you know this, came the idea of zero. The number zero has its foundation in Hinduism. So do not be led by others. Don't even be led by me, please. But instead, awaken your own mind. Amass your own experiences. Decide on your own path. That path the divine, to expressing the divine through everything that you do. So I'm going to share our 
spiritual practice for the week. But as I do so, I want to share with you that as a community, we too are looking for how are we aligned with what it is that we say we believe. And so, Lori Grimes, thank you, came to me uh, early on in our last series, which was about taking care of our garden, taking care of Mother Earth. And Lori says, you know, we're using an awful lot of paper here at Unity Spiritual Center. Can we find a way to stop printing bulletins? And I haven't found that yet, Lori. But I have found another solution. And so you might notice that our bulletins are different today. So this bulletin is one that we are going to use all through this series. And I'm inviting all of you, when you leave Unity Hall today, to place it in the basket at the back of the hall to be recycled. Now, if you're here for the first time, you might also see, or a second time or third time, Elect Connect. If you'd like to connect with Unity Spiritual Center by providing us with your name and email, you can put that on there, tear that off, and take it to the concierge desk. If you are here already and we have your contact information, but you need to update it, you've got a new phone number, a new address, fill this out, and on on Monday the office will be in touch with you to connect. All right? So that, everybody will leave that one behind. But on the inside, one page, we used to fill these with, I don't know, two, two pages, I think, is everything that's happening here at Unity Spiritual Center. Please take this one home because on the inside are all of the events, classes that are going to be coming up, and on the back side are all the activity that happens here every week, Monday through Sunday. And on that front is what used to be the back of the bulletin. So quotes and practices are still there. You guys still get to practice. Aren't you excited? You know, we skipped that how's everybody practicing this week going because I wanted to give Maeve a chance, but it'll be back next week. So, so here's our practice. Before taking action, now I get you cannot probably do this before every action that you take, but you all know the actions that are really kind of creating that conflict inside of you, that phone call you need to make to talk to that person who made you angry that you need to have that conversation with or... You know, whatever it might be, right? That action. Before you take that action, pause and take a breath. Consciously consider whether the action you are about to take is in alignment with the truth that you know. Choose to live your values through your thoughts, your words, and your actions. Who's going to join me in that practice this week? Yay! I'm going to be asking next week how that went. So I mentioned the card. The card has on it the um, the spiritual. Um, oh, now I caught it, Michelle. <laughs> from the from the Vedas, right? The scripture from Hinduism. I want you to take this and I want you to contemplate it this week. You know, are you awakening your mind? Are you on your own path? Are you Deciding from your experiences, right? Take this with you. Think about it. Contemplate it. But wisdom is not meant to be held. It's meant to be passed on. And so when you're ready to pass on this card, I would invite you to pass it along to somebody that you know that also needs that same message. Leave it behind in the doctor's office or put it on a bulletin board. I don't care, but spread the wisdom. Are you willing? Beautiful. All right, so I've got some practice to do. You've got some practice to do. But we remember together, wherever I go, there I am. Yeah, God bless.